This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm Lisa Carpenter, your host, master coach. I support ambitious, driven women and men who want more out of their life, but without all the personal sacrifice. I want my clients to love what they do, love what they're here to give in the world, but learn to love themselves more. And today, you've probably noticed the name of this episode is Quitters Sometimes Win. But do you know why? And we're going to dive into that because in my work with driven, ambitious men and women, quitting, you know, there's that saying like quitting isn't an option. And, uh, you know, many of us are so focused on all the things that we want to get done that, and we've wrapped our identity up in this person who accomplishes and achieves these things that quitting doesn't seem like an option. And I want to talk about why quitting is a hundred percent an option. And I'm going to share some reflections during my time away in Mexico. If you've been following the podcast, you know, I was just on holidays for 10 days down in Tulum. It was amazing. I'm going to do a whole other episode on rest and play because it is so undervalued by us doers. And it really is such a key part of success. But I wanted to talk about today quitting. Now, one of the reasons I went down to Tulum was not just for a vacation and that space is so near and dear to my heart, but my fitness coach also, her studio is down there and I was really looking forward to connecting with her again. And I have currently been on a cut. So I've gone through a, a big build. If you're new to the podcast, I also do like bodybuilding as my hobby. I love uh, body composition change and, and transformation. I'm a really big believer in physical wellness, <clears throat> taking fantastic care of yourself. So this is how I believe we create longevity by really caring for ourselves and, and lifting weights is such a key component of that. So I went down to work with her because I've been on a cut. I'm turning 50 just around the corner. I cannot believe it. I was like, wow, 50. It's not what I thought it would be. Although 50 does look very different now than generations past. So I was in this cut because I'd gone through this build and I thought, well, I'm going to do a photo shoot. If I can't get on stage right now, I am going to do a photo shoot to celebrate my 50th birthday. And everything was going great with my cut. I mean, I'm always happy with how my body looks and feels. And, uh, but you know, to do a really serious cut, it's it's very similar to growing a business. It takes a tremendous amount of commitment and dedication. You have to stay in integrity and do the things you say you're gonna do uh, to get the results that you want. And 
it takes a significant amount of time. So there's a reason why I don't do a lot of photo shoots because for me, the effort, <clears throat> excuse me, the effort doesn't equal the reward. And what I mean by that is if I'm going to train my little booty off, I want the reward of going out on stage at heart. I am a performer. I have come to embrace really being in the spotlight. It is so much fun to be living my best damn life out there covered in, you know, glitter and sparkles and gemstones and feathers and just uh, showcasing my hard work and, and my dedication to my craft. But to do a photo shoot, I mean, how many pictures does uh, a person need of themselves, really? So what I've come to realize is that I needed to stop my cut. And I really had to sit with this uh, when, I was, when I was talking to my coach because like most of you, we wanna believe that we can spin all the plates. And the way that we're gonna accomplish all the things is by spinning all the plates. And many of us were raised to believe like more is better. And it can almost become like a badge of honor looking at, look at all the things that I can do. Look at all the things that I can juggle and balance. But as you know, part of my work here with myself and with my clients is creating a life with more peace and ease and fulfillment. And when I started looking at what it was going to take when I came back from Tulum to make this goal of a photo shoot happen and how many hours I was going to have to log in the gym. And I looked at all the other pieces of my life that are a much bigger priority. I had to make some decisions. So it looked like I was going to quit my cut. And I'm curious, as you're listening to this, when was the last time you reviewed all the plates that you're spinning and had the courage to sit down and say, you know what, maybe my life, the things that I say I want, the more peace, the more ease, the more fulfillment, the things that I say that I want, perhaps I might be able to accomplish those if I started doing a few less things. If I took some things off of my plate, or if I put down some of those spinning plates. Now, this is where my clients run into problems because many of them, and if you're listening, you're probably this person. They're incredibly in integral. They generally do what they say they're going to do. They're committed. They take care of things. They are that go-to person. They're driven. They're reliable. They're typically relatively organized. They're relentless when they have a goal that they want to go after. They don't like to settle and they are classic doers. So when you tell somebody who is a classic doer to stop doing, that doesn't even register as an option. It's never about stopping doing. They're always trying to figure out how they can fit more in and at the same time struggling with feeling good in their lives because you know, when you're doing all the things, it's hard to feel rested. And when they set goals, they make it mean something. They make it mean something. And I understand this because I've been there, that if I set this goal, I need to accomplish that goal. I need to stay focused on that goal because what does it say about me as a human being if I decide to toss that goal aside? So I'm asking you, what does it say about you if you toss that goal aside? What stories come up for you about letting things go? Not finishing, quitting. I remember sitting in a, 
kind of mastermind retreat that I went to. And, and one of the women there was really talking about how challenging it was for her to try and keep up in her life and do all these things and accomplish things. And she was really, really close to finishing um, a program. I can't remember the name of it, but it's called hard something or other. So it's every day you have to do all these tasks. And she was really close to finishing. And she was just like, oh my God, I just want it to be done. I just want it to be done. And I looked at her and I said, well, what's stopping you from just being done? And she looked horrified to be quite honest. And she's a classic, you know, she's a classic, uh, high achieving doer. And I know that nobody had ever said that to her because in her frame of reality, and in most of you listening, your frame of reality is you don't quit. That's not an option. You have to finish what you started. But I truly want you to consider what does it mean? What are you making it mean if you quit? Because if you're looking around at your life and you're like, well, I have to finish, I said I was going to do this marathon training. And if I don't do it, what does it say about me? So there are people out there who genuinely need to learn how to push through the discomfort and finish things. And then there are many people like me who've had to learn to quit things. Like the, it was more uncomfortable to, for me to say, I'm not going to do my cut anymore. I'm going to give that up, even though I've already logged tons of hours, done so much cardio, right? My calories dropped, tracking my food, all that kind of stuff, which really nothing changes because I still track my food. Just the amount that I eat goes up and the cardio goes down. But when we give meaning to quitting, we do ourselves a disservice. So I want you to consider what are your highest values because my highest value is my well-being. Well, if my commitment to all these things is costing me my well-being, what's most important? The things that I'm committed to or my commitment to my highest value, which is my well-being? So one of the things that I have learned about being incredibly successful, and I consider myself an incredibly successful person now in many, many areas of my life. There's always room for improvement. I'm always, um, I'm always looking to improve, but I do consider myself a highly successful person. And one of the reasons I am so successful is because I've learned how to quit. I've learned how to commit to less. I've learned how to consistently take inventory of my life and look at what I want to keep doing and what I need to stop doing. And most importantly, I've made it mean nothing if I end a goal. Nothing means nothing. It means nothing about me as a human that I quit my cut. It doesn't mean that I give up. It doesn't mean that I'm a failure. Nothing changes. Nothing. So look at what it is costing you to continue to spin all the plates that you're spinning and not allow yourself to quit. Look at the stories you've been told about quitting. Most importantly though, and again, I want you to look at the things that you truly want to be committed to. They need to be very important to you because if that cut was really, really important to me, trust me, I would have made a way to make it work. I would have figured it out. It would have been hard. I probably would have had to make multiple trips to the gym, but I would have figured it out. Quitting allowed me to focus on the things that are most important. So 
you get to look at what it's costing you to not take inventory of your life, what it's costing you to believe that it means something about you if you quit or you give up some of your commitments. Because I've seen so many of my clients because they are so integral, right? That, that piece of integrity, I have to do what I said I was gonna do. It keeps them uh, overstaying, right? Or overcommitted or doing something long after the thing that they're doing has expired. Like they should have stopped doing it a long time ago, but because they said they were gonna do it, because they told Sally and Jackie that they were gonna finish, they have to finish. Instead of just stepping back and saying, you know what? I'm done, I'm done. This is part of creating more balance in your life is looking at the stories that you're telling yourself about what creates your identity, but are those stories actually robbing you from stepping into the identity of the person that you want to be? So I didn't wanna be burned out, frazzled, freaking out like I used to live my life, chronically exhausted and in burnout. I'm not available for that anymore. So that requires that again, I am always taking inventory. I'm looking at what do I have the capacity to hold in my life? So to give you a little bit of insight, you know, come September, my little guy is at school. There's a, you know, it's about an hour round trip to get him there and back, right? And then an hour in the morning to get him ready for school because I am not available for rushing either. So that means I'm at, I'm up and out of bed at 4.15. I'm at the gym by about five. I'm home uh, by about seven. And then we leave at eight and then I'm back by nine. If I have to spend extra time in the gym, that's really gonna take away from me sitting down at my desk and getting work done. So obviously my family, my son, number one priority, number two priority is in my business and, and working with my clients and having that space for me. So I don't typically sit down at my desk until 11 o'clock to start with my clients. So I am very focused on the things that need to get accomplished in my business this year. I have some massive, massive goals. We just, um, we're just starting up the collective. That container is now closed. I am working on the next, and I'm, I'm not gonna get into it too much, but I've got another exciting thing coming down the pipeline in a little while. That's gonna take a lot of my focus and attention to get that shipped and out the door to you guys so that I can support more of you in terms of creating more wellness in your life. And there's just not time for everything. I wanna to go to bed early. I wanna have time to go for walks and just hang out on the couch, maybe some Netflix and reading books. And of course, I am still supporting in my mentors program, TCP which also takes a significant amount of my time. So when I laid out the commitments that were important to me, I had to let go of the commitments that were not important to me. So will I do another cut? Absolutely. My plan is to get back up on stage in 2023. The show is going to be in August. I'm gonna go back to Vegas as much as I don't care for Vegas. That is the show that works out for me because when Jake gets out of school in July, I will have that four weeks, five weeks in July, and then a couple weeks in August when everything is really ramping up in terms of you know extra cardio, posing practice, all that kind of stuff. The time will be there because now I won't be 
you know, getting him up for an hour in the morning and driving him to school for an hour. Do you see, I gained those two hours back, which creates the space for that commitment, but it doesn't fit right now. And it's okay to say, I'm going to let this go. I'm going to quit this right now, but I want to revisit it. I want to see where I can fit it into my life, but in another way. And that's going to take something else changing, right? So next summer when I'm prepping for my show, that's obviously going to change some other things that are going on in my life. I've actually booked all of August off next year. I have been saying in my business forever that I was going to take a sabbatical in August. So next August, I'm taking all of August off, which means that all I have to do is focus on my prep. But it also means that I'm saying no to any commitments in my business for the month of August. This is how you create massive success. This is how you create more balance. So for those of you who are like, I want more balance in my life. I want more balance in my life. Balance doesn't happen. I don't even believe it exists. What I do believe in is your ability to constantly check in with yourself about what you're saying yes to, what you're saying no to, what you need to quit, truly what you need to quit. And maybe for you, it's volunteering. Maybe it's all the extra driving you're doing. Maybe you can ask for help with things. Create an inventory of all the things you do in a day. In fact, this is a really great exercise that sometimes I give my clients is to keep an inventory of all they're doing during the week. Everything that they do from driving the kids, making breakfast, packing lunches, you know, sitting, doing their business, whatever it is, right? A list of all the things they're doing. And then we go through that list and we look at what do we need to purge? What do you need to quit? Because if you're saying that, hey, I want to do this thing, this is really important to me, but then you're telling me you don't have enough time, that's the other thing I'm looking at. Are you committed to things that don't even bring you joy, that are preventing you from being able to start some of the things that will bring you the joy that you want in your life? So this episode is really just short and sweet. If you want to be a more committed person, if you want to be a more integral person, if um, accomplishing things in your life is important to you, the most important skill that you can learn is how to quit. How to quit the things that don't matter. How to let go of commitments that no longer make sense. How to constantly take inventory of your life and release the things that aren't serving you. So if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you share it, share it out on social media, tag me. I love seeing uh, the podcast being shared, share it with a friend. And as always, I'm so grateful that you took the time to pop me in your ears today and uh, join me for this you know, quick 20 minute chat. I hope it landed for you. I really look forward to hearing what you are going to let go of so that you can really get committed to the things that matter. I'm so grateful for having you here and I look forward to being in your ears again next week. So remember, nobody, nobody is responsible for making you a priority in your life. That is your job. So if you want to feel better, if you want more peace, ease, fulfillment, joy and balance in your life, it requires that you take a step back, take responsibility for making you a priority. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.